This is a 375 Magnum. <laughs> One of the most powerful handguns in the world. It could blow your head off. The only problem is, I don't remember if I shot four rounds or five. So you have to ask yourself, do you feel lucky? Well, do you? Punk! Go ahead, make her day. Welcome to Rom Crime. That's right. My name is Vanya. I'm the Rom. That's right. And I'm Avarin and I'm the crime. And except we're here to... For today! Except for today! Week. That's right. We're switching gears here. Yeah, we're totally... Uh, we're flipping the script. So I guess I'm Avarin and I'm the Rom. That's right. And I'm Vanya and I'm the crime, 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 crime. <laughs> I'm actually very excited to tell you Me my crime story. But we're not going to start with the crime. No, we're going to no, start with the Rom. It's true. Do we want to do what's your Rom of the week and then what's your crime of the week? Well... Yeah, Tell I think me. we should. Well, obviously, my rom is that I'm sitting in the same room as Yay. you, finally recording one of these, uh, which is always the dream. That's true. And then for the crime, I don't know if you saw on the news, but we talked about this when we did the like coverage of the Alex Murdoch trial. Uh-huh. And so we mentioned that they've already opened up an investigation into the death of the housekeeper, right? Oh. But... It turns out, I guess once they started investigating Paul and Maggie's murder, they reopened... Oh. The investigation into Stephen Smith, the um, the nineteen year old yes. that was found dead in the middle of the road, uh-huh. and his mom announced this week that her, the family has raised enough money to basically exhume Stephen's body and have a private autopsy conducted oh, to gather further evidence, and then Buster Murdaugh <gasps> for the first time ever publicly like commented and said he had absolutely nothing to do with it, and he would like the press to stop printing these like defamatory rumors and oh stories about God. him. So it's back in the news. Um, I'll obviously keep you all posted if and when. Wow. A judge would obviously have to grant permission to exhume his body. And uh, I'm just very curious as to what they found while investigating Paul and Maggie's death that made them reopen Stevens. Right. Like it's been reopened and classified as a homicide, no, no longer a hit and oh, run. Oh, Jesus, man, that... Fucking so, family. I mean, or that area. It's just area. so much corruption. Yeah, like what's going on? Yeah. But anyway, that was my crime because I, I couldn't believe it. We had That's mentioned amazing. that when we talked about the trial and all of the other deaths yeah. connected to it, and it's back in the news, and it looks oh like gosh. there's going to be some maybe momentum there. So that'll wow. be my crime. Oh my god, I can't wait. I mean, to find out, you know. Yeah. Uh, not that I can't wait for crime, but you know what I mean. Um. Mm-hmm. Well, I will say that. Uh. I my my rom is I got to go to my friend's wedding, which three years ago this time she was supposed to get married and she ended up getting married in a small ceremony like in her home, but I feel like the mark of her 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 wedding in the beginning three years ago to the wedding now, I feel like it was the beginning of the pandemic and the the end of the pandemic for yeah. me like I like after the wedding I truly something I've let go of. Like I've lift my heart, my, my, a little anxiety has gone a little bit away, which who knows, you know, it's back tomorrow, but um, (laughs) I'm working on all my, all my fun little things, but it was just, it was lovely. It was fun, but it was like truly like, I mean, you know, some people wore masks because they had to, for different reasons. Like a lot of people, you know, people made fun of what's her name, 
Jessica Chastain or whatever on the Oscars for wearing masks but she's like what Mike mentioned she's in a Broadway show and they're yeah. still testing and if you test and you're positive then she's out and you screw a hole yeah. anyways so some people were, were wearing masks for certain reasons but like otherwise I truly didn't feel worried at all oh, I did test my family before just because I was like I don't want to kill right. my grandma or something <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, for sure um, but yeah that so that was it was really lovely and it was romantic and we got to dress up pretty and I was able to sausage my way back into my dress nice. <laughs> let's try because i had bought four other dresses anyways that's my crime is i bought a bunch of other dresses because i was like upset because i couldn't i was like how do you how does one's ribs get larger but i think it was just like the cushion around the ribs <laughs> but i got in there I, I i wore some spanks and i got in there so that's my crime i don't have a real crime uh, besides that my kids have been sick and i hate my life oh. it's so hard honestly i feel bad the crime is that flashes come into my brain of like why did i yeah have children oh <laughs> i know it's a, or or like truly it's not why did i have children it's that like if i only knew mm-hmm. how hard it was going to be i would not have done it and i'm glad i did obviously right of course and it's not going to be like this forever right because i keep seeing i have to stop with social media honestly it's that is starting to get me depressed i, okay. I, I like literally have to stop it's like doom scrolling anyway <laughs> but like i saw some older mom or mom who has older kids being like, I'm lonely. Everyone's gone. No one wants to hang out with me. I'm like, fuck that noise. You're like, I can't wait to be alone. I mean, I know. And, and I cried a little watching that meme. But I was also like, no, I, I need quiet time in my goddamn brain. Yeah, yeah. And like Adam's been gone, which of course I missed. But like truthfully, it's been nice. Right. I haven't, like when when they're in, and listen, I'm sorry, honey. I love you. You know I love you. But, <laughs> but like I miss being alone with myself mm-hmm. and like i i i miss being single sometimes you know just like you know when you're the only person yeah. that matters that the only person that you have to think or worry yeah. about yeah and and it's obviously this is saying all the psychologists listening i'm sure <laughs> are like you need some to take some time for yourself which you is true okay. yeah but it's like hard to because even when i am taking time, i just know i want that selfish time yeah. anyway that's my well, you long-winded know, crime. You I'm go. so sorry. No, I hear that very, very much. And I think that that's something that you have to look forward to. Like once the kids are completely self-sufficient. So, I mean, that's like 10 years away. Probably. Yeah, yeah. But, it, um, you know, there'll yeah. be a time where you'll probably be like the mom and the meme. That's like, where are my children? I don't want yeah, them to hang I out will. with me anymore. I'm like, this used to be my playground. <laughs> used to be. God, oh, Madonna. <laughs> Love it. Um, okay, should we, yes. should we get started? Let's do it. Okay, so... Uh, as the, the ROM this week, we are going with the uh, maybe greatest television show of all time, The Golden Girls, which is my favorite show, I think, of all time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've been rewatching too. I love the theme song. It's so good. Oh my gosh, yeah. It is one of the... Well, okay, let me just say, first Go. of all, The Golden Girls was an American sitcom that was created by Susan Harris. It aired on NBC from September 14th, 1985 until mm-hmm. May 9th of 1992. There is a total of 180 episodes. And Shit. it is a perfect show. It is a, a comedy, but with a lot of heart. It stars uh, B. Arthur, Betty White, Rue McClanahan, and Estelle Getty as four women who are all of uh, a certain age. They're in the middle age, except for, of course, um, Estelle Getty, who plays Sophia Dorothy's mom so she's like 80 something and they all live together in Miami Florida Mm -hmm. and they struggle with relationships and job issues and friendship issues and uh, they do it all with 
so much humor that you'll like cry you're laughing so hard yeah and one of the reasons I do love the show, other than the fact that it's just the funniest fucking show Seriously. ever. It's just funny. Like, I just put on an episode earlier this week, randomly, and it was the episode where Rose is getting rid of some of Charlie, her dead husband's things, and oh, she yeah. finds photos from a trip to Miami, and it's a picture of him in Blanche's bed. But it turns out, like, the the film had been, like, double exposed or something. Oh. And so, but there's a whole episode, she thinks that Blanche, when her husband was you know, on a work trip in Florida that that oh she, he slept God. with Blanche. And so she pulls out her diary, Blanche's diary, and she's like, I'm not a slut, you know? And she's <laughs> like, yes, you are. Look, your notebook even says bed. And Blanche is like, it doesn't say bed. Those are my initials, Blanche Elizabeth Devereaux. And then Dorothy, like, perfectly is like, your initials spell bed? <laughs> and it's just, it's just a random oh episode. God. It's not my favorite episode. It's just one I put on. And it's brilliant, and I love oh. it. And they talk about things that you would think wouldn't have been okay in the time right. period, like the eighties. They really they get into you know a lot of issues that I feel like most comedy sitcoms probably would have shied away from, even yeah. maybe recently. That's and you know I feel like there's something about having once a, once a woman is of a certain age, you're it's like not as hot of a topic maybe in a way yeah, maybe you're, it's coming through this like funnel of like an old sweet woman lady yeah. i mean not that dorothy but is but like i don't who knows how they got away with it a lot of things people are listen there's a good reason we're sensitive more now but there's also like it's like everything there's we're squeezing everything you yeah. know every topic or issue yeah. so but i love it too i, I love know. it so much i know and i i guess like if I had to pick a favorite, so it's random because it's actually kind of like a a sad or hard oh. two-parter. It's it's the episodes where Dorothy learns that she has chronic fatigue syndrome. Oh. But the reason why it's my favorite is the B story. So while Dorothy is like seeing all these doctors and trying to figure everything out, uh, Blanche decides that she's gonna write like the next great American novel. <laughs> and she stops sleeping and she just progressively like deteriorates and and Rose for some reason is separating egg yolks from egg whites oh cuz cholesterol obviously oh, and yeah. she's putting the yolks <laughs> into a bag and then Blanche is like basically punch drunk cuz she hasn't slept in days oh, and she God. sees the yolks in the bag and she's like I'm hallucinating I see little balls of sunshine in a bag <laughs> And there's just something about her devolving in this very like weird, you know, <laughs> unnecessary way. Because her book apparently in the end makes no sense. It's like hundreds and hundreds of pages of nonsense. Oh and, my god, I have one of those. Yeah, <laughs> I think we all have one of those. But I think that's my my very favorite. Do you know episode. what season it is? I should have looked okay, it up. No, I can, can it up. I can look it up right now. Um, do you have a, a favorite episode or one that you recently watched that just tickled you? Well, I was telling you guys of when my husband was on that episode where the minks they. She bought oh, the minks. Yeah. But honestly, I can't really think of an episode that I I like the most. It, you know, I didn't go back and watch all of them. But I will say, I, I haven't, like, every time I go back and watch an episode, I'm completely delighted. But I, you know what else is really interesting? Well, I'll, I'll get into it. But there's so many episodes. Because one of the things you always do when you're looking for your crime to mm-hmm. inspire is, like, you just put Golden Girls crime or whatever, you know, yeah. like true crime. And nothing, no no crimes were inspired by it. But there are 
a gaggle of episodes that involve crime. Yeah. Yeah. There's like the whole in the first season, don't they get broken into and then Rose loses her mind. Uh, so the episodes I mentioned that are my favorite, they're season five, episodes one and two. So it like kicked off season five. Uh, but yes, I'm very excited to find out like what your process was in tying a crime to the Golden Girls. Yes. Well, that is so I was like telling Avrin, um, we could seriously just change our podcast to called the Golden Crimes because <laughs> we could take a rom-com or we could take a, a subject out of every episode and find a crime with yeah. it. So literally, this was like the easiest episode. <laughs> this is the easiest way for me to find a crime. I basically had a crime and I'm like, which episode's going to work for this? Mm-hmm. And like you just mentioned, season one, episode eight, the break-in. Mm-hmm. That is what inspired my crime. Oh my God, I love the beginning of this episode. They're like the girls, the golden girls are walking mm-hmm. in late at night after a concert with, Ma- they go to Madonna concert. That's amazing. Which I looked up, it would have been a real concert. Um, it would have been like 1982, her first concert, the Virgin Tour. Well, I loved her. The name Madonna doesn't really fit her. Swap would be better. So please, please. She did things on that stage I never did with my husband. Oh, what a thing to say. Oh, my. It's a mess. I've been robbed. Wow. I know. Isn't that crazy? Being all bad, going to Madonna concert. Oh, my God. And it's so funny. And then then Blanche is like, what if they're still in the house? And Dorothy quotes Dirty Harry, which is fabulous. (laughs) It's a funny episode. And of course, like, it's hard to, to say, hey, this is how I'm going to compare like a real crime mm-hmm. not hard it's it's so obviously the crime's not going to be as funny you got my jewels but i see they didn't get your cocaine <laughs> oh my god blanche has cocaine <laughs> this is flour i hid my jewels in the flour why did you hide your jewels in the flour because i didn't think they'd look there what kind of robbers look in the flour they were probably looking for drugs <laughs> not going to be as funny. Obviously, but this is what they rarely inspired. Are. Yeah. That's so true. That's so true. But it does have to do with a break-in. Okay. And this happened a year ago, right about now, maybe February, so a couple, like a month ago compared, okay. a year. And this is about the story of C. Wesley Morgan. He is now at currently 70, 72 years old. But when he was young, he grew up in Kentucky, in Leslie County, Kentucky. Okay. He attended college and university there. And then after that, he decided to leave and he became a criminal investigator for like uh, the alcohol, tobacco and firearms industry. And he was doing that for a couple of years. And then his daddy was like, huh, son, come back to Kentucky. We miss you. So with the pressure from his father, he goes back to Kentucky. He's married. He has a daughter. Like... He has a daughter. Her name's Jordan. So she's his first wife. Gets married again. But anyway, so he's there. He decides, I'm going to open a liquor store. So he opens a liquor store and it becomes a huge success. He calls it Liquor World and then it's a chain. And this man is like swimming in money like McDuck. So wait, he started off as like a cop with the... Mm. What is that called? Alcohol, tobacco, like... Yeah, it's called the the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. That's what it said. Oh, okay. I was like, that's not the DEA. That's Mm -mm. something different. By the way, I've gotten all my information from Wikipedia. Thank you, Wikipedia. There was an amazing article in the New York Times, which is what 
how I found this uh, this gentleman and this really sad story, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so gird your loins, everybody. Um, so the, the article is by Campbell Robinson. It was published in July 21st, 2022. And it's called, He Built a Home to Survive a Civil War. Oh. Tragedy found him anyway. Ooh. This article is very good if you are interested. Um, it's like I could just read this article and you guys would be like, oh my God, that's amazing. Right. So anyway, but back to him becoming the liquor uh, king. king. Exactly. And he was a rich mafanga. So <laughs> years pass, right? And one thing about Wesley, Wesley Morgan, mm-hmm. is he has always been a conservative. Like he is a Republican through and through. But like when Obama got elected... Certain Republicans, especially racist ones, mm-hmm. became more far right, right more um, extremist in a way. And he started to get paranoid that he was he believed that like a civil war was imminent. Oh. It's going to happen. So okay. with his millions of dollars, he buys land in Kentucky in the countryside, like near Lexington, I think it's it said. And um, for, I'm going to tell you about this property that he built. But during his time of building this property, he also became a little incensed with the politics in, around and he ran for the House of Representatives or yeah. And he 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 on his conservative extra conservative platform, he was elected. Wait, so he was in Congress? Um, Hold on. Let me see. Uh, or was it local government? It was. No, I think it was. This I mean, where he was elected, was became paranoid. So he built a mansion. Wait for the mansion. That's going to happen. Um, Kentucky House of Representatives. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he was in, he was a representative in like the House for Kentucky. Yes, exactly. So state State. government. Wow. Exactly. And so he, but as soon as he got in, Mm -hmm. people were just like, this guy's crazy. So the Democrat Party were like, throwing shade at him because mm-hmm. he tried to, he went in and tried to take away a bunch of rules for liquor I mean basically all these things that right. like are pu- like his and own Kentucky, interest Kentucky that's that's the Mitch McConnell state Ex- well just you wait well, okay just you wait I got lots of thoughts. so he yeah. yeah well this is absolutely bonkers so his own rep- his own party like turns on him as well oh wow and so at the end of his term when he was up for right re-election he easily gets ousted by another Republican this causes him serious like duress he's like Fuck Mitch McConnell. He was yeah. so angry. So he, oh. he believes that his own party is not conservative enough. Oh, wow. And he hates Mitch McConnell. He thinks he's in the pocket of everybody. Mm-hmm. And you, it's it's hilarious. So he, I, too, hate Mitch McConnell, which, but too, for but different, different reasons. Way. Yeah. <laughs> and like, so he runs this huge, like, scathing campaign against Mitch McConnell, and it just gets squashed completely. Right. First, okay, now I'm going to tell you about this house that he built. Okay. Because what happens is after this whole Mitch McConnell thing, he now wants to leave Kentucky. Oh. But first, let me tell you about this house. I have to read it. I wrote it down, but I'm also like reading it. Okay. No, I did. I wrote it down. He spared no expense, right? <laughs> um, on 200 acres just outside of Lexington, Kentucky, he built a 14,300 square foot home, nine bedrooms, three kitchens, Whoa. six car garages, a steam room, a saltwater pool, and a shelter. 26 feet underground beneath nine, 39 inches Holy shit. of uh, solid ceil- solid concrete ceiling. 
It had, it had, it was 2,000 square feet of bedrooms. It had common space. It had a well-stocked pantry where they could live with nothing for years, for more than 10 years. It had, it was stocked with armor. It was armor? a bunker. It was like a, a fallout shelter. It had a bunker. And there was an air filtration system. There were two escape tunnels, one of them like 100 feet long. Holy shit. So he's like a prepper. He's like a doomsday Yeah, prepper. which I have a little bit of a fascination with. Sure. And especially after watching that episode of The Last of Us. Oh, yeah. Where, um, I think, it, is it episode four, right? I think it is, where the, they go, um, the last, if you guys are watching, oh my God, oh, I, I'm not going to spoil. with um, What's-His-Face from yes. Parks and Rec? Yes. Yeah, yes. I know exactly, yeah, watch oh, it, guys. Oh, guys, it. it's so good. But he, in, in this case, in, in The Last of Us, he was he's very successful. Mm-hmm. Like, he's lived out this zombie apocalypse so such a good episode but anyways that also i think about that and i and I, you can adam like jokes but he's like vanya why do we have such mu- so much canned food i'm like because just in case <laughs> like he's like this is expired i'm like it's fine it's just it's not an ex-. so yeah um but the company that installed this bunker they kind of warn him and tell him i'm sure they tell all of their clients it's best to keep quiet about it because if anything ever were to happen people will know about yeah there'd be and there'd be people trying to take the bunker so he he didn't really think of that when he was at this point he's back to being pissed at mitch mcconnell Mm -hmm. he feels like kentucky has turned on him he's like got to get the hell out of here meanwhile he he is and he puts it up on oh he announces on like social media no he puts it on zillow and it goes viral and here's the thing like a boomer, doesn't understand that the internet, everyone can see it. Mm-hmm. He really believed that like only people who were in that price range could see it. Because oh. it was like $6 million, right. and, if not more, because of the bunker and stuff like that. So he builds this whole place and now he's just going to sell it? Now he's going to sell it because he needs to leave Kentucky because yeah, it turned on him. Exactly. And meanwhile, his daughter Jordan, who's 32 years old, is actually working in the conservative. Um, she's working. She's a lawyer. She's trying to get into politics as well. She lives in their home, this huge-ass 14,300-square-foot home. Wow. Her, her dad built her a whole, like, apartment, basically, suite upstairs. Nice. Um, yeah, but so what she said after the whole Mitch McConnell thing, she felt like at this time she was being watched. Oh. And the sad thing is she was being watched, but not because of the Mitch McConnell thing. It was because of the Zillow thing. And their... Let me find the, um, I want to, oh, okay, so, yeah. Um, This is, okay, so he assumed the listing would be seen only, this is from the article, he assumed the listing would be seen only by buyers interested in a $6.5 million property, but it, of course, went viral. Mm -hmm. This is a quote, a cult compound, one commenter wrote online, getting mole people vibes, Mm -hmm. another added, strangers drove out to the house to gawk and articles were written about it on real estate websites and in the state papers. And that's when the crazy people started to just be interested in it. And show up. Yeah. So So she was being watched, but just not by like political hacks, but by people who were like, Mm -hmm. we want to see this house. Exactly. Um, So early on the morning... Of February 22, 22nd, last year of 2022, prosecutors say the watcher. Ooh, okay. A man named Shannon Gilday, a 23-year-old former soldier who lived in the Cincinnati suburbs, climbed up a second-floor balcony and he began his attack. And he climbed into Jordan's room and just sprayed bullets. She died. Oh, my God. Yeah. The dad, Wesley Morgan, 
the guy started to come downstairs because I guess their room was downstairs. He opened the French doors from their room. Meanwhile, his wife had ran to, they have a younger daughter, Sydney, who's 13. She ran to protect her and hide in the bedroom. He opened the door and this Mr. Gilray, Gilray sprayed bullets. He hit him three times. Um, Mr. Morgan jumps over his bed, goes to his, you know, because of course this is supposed to be like a really, yeah. Safe place to live. And by the way, by the way, they'd been for the whole week they'd been having like phantom doorbell rings. Oh wow. Yeah. Which by the way, why aren't there cameras everywhere? Yeah, but if like, he it was not properly that fortified, you would think you'd have like a very hardcore ring system installed. Yeah, exactly. But there's no cameras. Not at this no. Um oh. it's really interesting because I went on the comments of the New York Times article and I'm gonna read a few after this, but because mm-hmm. it's saying what we're all thinking, you know. Right. Uh so he jumps over, he gets his firearm from the side bed and he's able to shoot shoot like 12 rounds but the guy I don't they don't think he necessarily I don't think he got shot but he called 911 and I think that's what scared him off so he ran away Mm -hmm. and they never found Shannon Gilray for six they didn't find him for six days I watched some of the news you know um segments where they're like he's considered armed and dangerous and his mom puts out a statement saying you know he is not of sound mind right she tried to get him psychiatric help he was but he believed this was one year ago he believed that there was going to be nuclear war and he needed that and he needed that bunker for him and his friends and his family oh my god and so he was going to take that bunker however he could but he was definitely had mental issues and it's just so sad, you know? It's like, right. you like if get you the believe help. that too, like yeah. if you, if you're so convinced of imminent nuclear war yeah. to the point where you are going to murder, murder a family to take a bunker, like clearly we're not of sound yeah, mind. Yeah, I know. So they did end up finding him just like wandering a couple miles down the road. I mean, oh after six days. That's so 23 sad. year old. And you said he was. So, okay, so he has, he was a veteran, so maybe he has some PTSD or, knows, yeah. or maybe that was like where the belief that, imminent nuclear war yeah maybe that's wild i know it's so sad it's so scary so okay so yes so did wesley survive being shot three times or no yes he did so he he doesn't remember much he shot out passed out he went to the um hospital he was okay wow his daughter sydney was fine his wife is okay but jordan was jordan was dead and he blames he doesn't blame the Zillow. He blames his political beliefs. He truly believed that 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 he was a target of a corrupt power structure. He was cheering on the patriots, quote unquote, of QAnon in Facebook quotes, quote posts, and he, uh, yeah, he he was like he's so far right that he believes that that's why that he was, was a target. That's what made him the target, but. It just seems to me that it was probably... That it was that he posted that he had a $6 a million dollar fucking end of t- days shelter yeah. for sale. So if you all have a bunker, probably keep that quiet. Yeah. That's like telling everyone you have a panic room. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. well, what's the point of having it then if everyone knows about it? I know. What's a panic room again? Just it's r- just like a room in your house where if someone were to, say, break in, you... We'd be able to like lock yourself in this room where you probably also have supplies, but you'd be able to like contact the outside world. Oh, but yeah. it's like not penetrable. Like once yeah. you basically hit that panic button, 
no one can get in there. Give me the, in, no way. In theory, I'd I don't know. I've never shot. seen a panic. Well, room. I, I know. I just remember. I the know movie. you're like. I would not want to be stuck yeah. in a room. <laughs> I don't know. I like. Okay, so I'm gonna read you a couple of these uh, qu- these comments on the article that I just um, the New York Times article. The New York Times article. This guy's. It's from T Bone. Okay, T Bone. And he and and this is what I kind of agree. All that money buying the best couldn't protect him from one lone gunman. It's not Obama or anyone else driving this guy's fear. It's him. Ironic that his fortress was attacked by someone driven by fear as well. Now he travels. This is this is the end. He travels the country in a luxury bus, running away from fear when it's what's inside him he should fear. So wow. the the thing is, is he is so depressed. It's it's actually I mean, really yeah, it's sad. sad. He lost his daughter, but he feels responsible, and he's like, okay, I can't. He's always on the move now. He has like a luxury uh, RV bus thing mm-hmm. that um, and he just like runs away from people. Yeah, he's always he's like maybe yeah. He just doesn't believe in any. He's very um, nihilistic at this point. He's like, I am. You know, we might drive down to Florida and there'll be a tornado and we all get killed. I just can't handle this anymore. Oh man. Yeah, he's. It's really sad. It's also so. Ugh, it's very hard sometimes when you hear people who who fall down into the, let's say in this case, like the QAnon rabbit hole. Yeah. The conspiracy theories, the absolutely, you know, ridiculous ideas and quote unquote truths that are being like purported out there. And it's, I mean, to me, to buy into that, it's almost like what we talk about for people who get pulled into cults. Right. There's got to be something already inside. Yeah. There's got to be something inside of you. I feel that that hole. That allows for the, like, let's just frankly, the bullshit to become true yeah. and have it like it carries so much weight in it. That's why people get so, you know, zealous about it's fear. it. It's, it's fear. So fear. And what's so sad is like that fear is coming from a racist place. Yeah. A fear of like no longer being the, you know, the majority and in power. Crazy. And it's just so fucking stupid. So stupid. But it's also in this case, like how sad, like yeah. that is a perfect comment, T-Bone. I really like what you said, yeah. that like it was fear that drove him to build this place. Yeah. It was fear that, you know, Mitch McConnell was out to get him that made him put it up on Zillow to sell it. Moron. And then obviously it was fear of nuclear end of days from a very young, you know, clearly mentally stressed and, you know, hurting veteran that like brought him there. I don't know. It's all very sad, but also like facts. Let's go back to like just truths. I know. Well, nobody believes in it. I know. That's the the thing is like everyone has their own truth. And that's That's why education is important. It is. You're right. Um, Here's another one. It's ADC is the guy. He's from New York. Or she, he, she, I don't know why. I, yeah, I don't ADC, know. that could be anyone. Okay, there was an episode in the Twilight Zone television series in the early 1960s during the height of the Cold War. In it, a group of friendly neighbors in an upscale suburban community gather for a birthday party in the house of one of the neighbors. That neighbor, the husband and father, built a nuclear fallout shelter capable of sustaining his family for several weeks. As the party progresses and everyone is celebrating, Air raid sirens begin to sound and the emergency broadcast system is activated on the television set. In desperation and panic, everyone at the party turns against the neighbor with the nuclear fallout shelter, which can only hold his own family. Um, They succeed by using a battering ram to break down the door into the nuclear fallout shelter. At that moment, 
the all clear sounds and the national emergency ends. It is apparent to the viewer that despite expressions of remorse for succumbing to irrationality, desperation and violence, friendship and any semblance of civility is totally destroyed during a crisis. Oh my crisis. Word, yeah. I know I'm like this person's intense but I thought that was really interesting because the Twilight Zone there's basically an episode about it. Yeah. I also kind of think though like I feel like Mr. Morgan was not paranoid enough. I mean like put the cameras outside. Like if you're or, really I mean, if worried you truly believe yeah. you know that you're being targeted so to speak. Because yeah. of your political views. It I just, just don't think he thinks weird. he could ever, nobody would ever, you know, this is his, where he's born, you know? Yeah, but it's just weird. Like, if, you, if you're concerned about your security, it doesn't sound, I mean, if someone can just walk or, like, scale the walls of your home and get inside, no problem. Yeah. Oh, here's another one. This is Evan. Not that anyone should have to feel like their home isn't safe because they don't yeah. have crazy security. Like, no one should be scaling feel, the walls of other people's homes, yeah. you know? But... I don't know if you're if you're operating from a place of paranoia. It does seem odd that yeah. there's not also cameras. Well, that's what or I like agree. Or keep it on the down low, you dumb dumb. Or that keep you it know? on the DL. Uh, Evan from Lake Tahoe says, "You can't make this stuff up," is the old saying. But this reads like the plot of a, to a near future sci fi novel. Miss, this quote unquote, Mr. Gilday had researched a number of houses in Kentucky before settling on the Morgans. All of them shared one feature: a bunker. Mm-hmm. That's Don't tell creepy. people. Anyway. Also, that means that there's lots of people talking about their bunkers. Yeah. If he knew multiple houses that had them. Exactly. Based on internet research. I mean, I guess if you are selling your home and it's like a selling point, but maybe you have to wait until like legit buyers have arrived and be like, surprise, also it comes with this. Yeah. Because I, I don't know. know. That's weird. And that's, Or don't live there if you're selling it. I don't know. Yeah, move out. I, I, I don't know. It's very... It's like one of those things where it's like, I don't want to blame somebody for like their the death of their own daughter that they really weren't. He's not responsible. Like no. the man that shot her is responsible. However, like actions that led to people even knowing about this place. I, I can yeah. see why he obviously blames himself to a degree. Oh, I And would. it is sad that he lives now in a constant, like he has to live in a mobile home yeah. so that he can keep moving around because he doesn't feel that he can safely stop and stay in one place. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm like, unfortunately, I think you're fine, sir. Just live in like a normal house. Yeah. I don't know. How you do we get fear out of our lives, you know? Yeah. I'm not sure. I think we get rid of the internet. We've said it I before. <laughs> It's true. I mean, we can't at this point. There's no going yeah. back. But I don't know. Maybe we reevaluate how it's used or we try to fix yeah. some certain aspects of it. I don't you know. know what I've been finding lately, too? Even when I'm like researching things or reading articles, the ads, I feel I hate com- just in general. I hate commercials. Like mm-hmm. I have always I've been the first person to pay for no commercials because I don't. <laughs> like it and you know what's funny is I work in advertising (laughs) but I know what they're doing like I don't want to be advertised to I don't want to be marketed to and as I'm just going through through like an article my daughter was looking behind me and she's like what's that it's like these stupid things that are clickbait yeah and I'm like Amelia this is all lies these are Mm -hmm. all she's like because it was like one of them was like people with weird bodies or whatever I it's clickbait hate the internet yeah and I hate that I have to teach my kids about being safe on it I mean I have to and I will yeah but it is also kind of like oh why why did we create a space that we all need to basically protect ourselves from I know. you know when it was meant to be a way for knowledge I don't know it's just interesting how like something that was I believe I mean who knows I didn't invent the internet and I don't actually even know who did but um I feel like it was probably <laughs> invented 
to be like a place where knowledge yeah, could sure. be sought out and shared. And then surprise. Everything gets weaponized in some way. Everything does get weaponized and knowledge gets twisted. Or like, you know, what truth gets twisted. And yeah. like there's, you know, multiple versions of the truth out there depending on what you believe. And you can find things to back up That's true. your beliefs now you know, on every corner of the internet. And it's just, it's too That's bad. why I just need to take a break. I think I need to take take a break. Anyone want like to run our look, social media for like a month? Right. I just like to look at like dog videos. Oh, me too. I like to look at dog videos. And um, there's a couple people I follow that just post funny memes. Yeah. And that I will always like. I love animals. Um, what was I going to say? Now, I wonder if, if there wasn't, I wish that the people, the creators of the Golden Girls were still mm-hmm. alive. Because I'd love to watch an episode about the Golden Girls living in this day and age. Oh my God. Somebody, somebody who There's got to be like some show. fan fiction or fan, yeah. you know, And you episode. know what? There's no way that every person who was like a writer on that show is not available. Like there's somebody who wrote episodes of the Golden Girls who could totally... Wouldn't that be imagine? fantastic? Just like imagine Sophia. Yes! <laughs> talking to somebody from, who from like the QAnon faction of the world. And just like imagine that conversation. Oh also... God. Like, inverse of that, imagine Rose. Yeah. And like, oh my God, maybe we'll write it. Yeah. There's definitely like some very hilarious. Maybe we just. Slash like maybe some eye open. Like the way that they did it. Like teaching through, you know, humor. Do it and like perform it. Okay. I love this so much. Oh my Um, gosh. I actually had never heard that. You haven't? I hadn't heard (gasps) that story. I can't believe it. So Daniel, I was, I spent the week with Daniel and he was telling me about this and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? The whole idea of someone having a bunker and then being killed because they had the bunker. Yeah. That, that idea just like my mind went explosion. And also it's it does tie in perfectly to that episode that you picked of the Golden Girls because the kind of main point of that episode is that, yes, they get broken into, but it's that Rose now no longer feels safe yeah. anywhere. And she really spirals and she gets a gun and she shoots a vase instead of Lester. But like, yep. you know, she does something that could have actually hurt somebody. Yeah. You know, very nearly did. And it's because she is now trapped in this place of fear. Mm. And the only way she gets fit, it can fix it is she has to go talk to like a therapist, yeah. right? Like, she goes and gets help because she cannot stop being afraid. Wow. And what a perfect tie into this story that it's like if fear, you know, fear led him to build this place, this fortress, if you will. Fear from an, uh, an outside source led them to want to take mm-hmm. this safe space from him and just tragedy all around is, yeah. the, is the result of all it's that like fear. Freaking Greek tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. So there you have it. Wow. Super fun episode, guys. Yes, thank I'm you, I'm not Vanya. fun, but you know what I mean. No, it's just exciting so to be together. I had, it is so good to be in the same room Yay. while doing this. And I did not know that story. I'm going to read that oh, whole article. Can, I'll give it to you. I'll take can, it yeah. from you. That's it's that's just tragic and it's fascinating. So and bonkers. And kind of like a perfect picture of the world we're living in I right know. now. It was only a year ago. I know. That's I'm building crazy. a bunker. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I live in a one-bedroom apartment, so I I'm know. cool. <laughs> I, you know what? I feel like... We just do the best we can and yeah. pray that the windows are locked. I don't know. Yeah. I also Lock your wa- door. Yeah. I watched that Bling Ring um, documentary. Oh, I only I saw the the Sofia Coppola movie. Oh, yeah. No, but I, I don't watched, think the I watched the documentary. The doc- we may need to cover that because it was okay. there's some juice in there. Oh, there's a lot of good stuff. Oh, my in that. God. Yeah. OK, well, guys, yeah. love you, my rom criminal. We love you so much. And we will see you next next Tuesday. That's right. Bye.
So prom criminals, thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. We love you, rom criminals. <laughs> thank you for listening to Rom Crime with Avrin and Vanya. Episodes arrive every other Tuesday, so be sure to subscribe to stay up to date on all things Rami and crimey. You can also follow us on Instagram at Rom Crime. Or email us movie and true crime suggestions at romcrimepodcast at gmail.com. And as always, thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.